What's up, y'all? It's Felix, age 30. Uh, I have a little story to tell. Uh, All right. This is just a real quick story. I was going to open it up with a little bit of a song since I did this, like I did uh, Sinatra last time, but I can't really do this song justice. Even not like I could do Sinatra justice either. But What's I, the song? Uh, what is it? Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. From Evita. I was thinking of like yeah. some finale song, right? Uh, but why don't you give your your intro and then I can tell my story. Because it's going to be oh, man. a little bit of a doozy. You're putting me on the spot here. I was waiting for you to, to so, kind of kick it off. But, well, I'm Jim. As most of you probably know by now. Should I, I hope so. so. Uh, also 30. And... We're back to the early morning for me, reasonable time for Felix. Yes, thank God. Because it's, <laughs> I woke up at eight o'clock and I ran to Seven Eleven, got a rice ball and some coffee, which I'm currently enjoying, which is awesome. That sounds satisfying, though. I'll tell you, man. You're about to get some work done. I can't think of a day that I did not have this for breakfast, and. When I come back next week, uh, it's going to be hell. And, like, I might try to make my own. You could, yeah. Beauty, yeah, we could know? do that. Yeah, that would like awesome. to do it. All right. So, yeah. So, that's about it for me. You know, <laughs> nothing too cray-cray, no cray. as the kids say. Do they? I don't think they say that anymore. I think that's, like, last year. Or how about just cray? No. <laughs> it's not trying to be hit. Uh, All right, anyway. All right, what's your story? So, I wanted to, I wanted to do... Uh, the Avita song because I went to go see my niece's play and she was in Avita. Unfortunately, something that my brother didn't tell me that she was just a part of the ensemble and she wasn't like any like so she didn't have any major parts or anything. She was just dancing around, which is fine. I'm, you know, I'm just supporting my my niece. <laughs> so the play opens up with the funeral of Eva Peron. Have you ever seen Avita? I was like 99% sure that I knew what that was about, and you confirmed it. And I was thinking, isn't that a bit too much for a school kid? I, I didn't I didn't really think about it. I'm like, well, what actual role could she play? Nothing, really. Just one of like, the poor kids. <laughs> this is all she can really play, who dances around the street. So it opens up with the funeral, right? The theater is in the, a church. So it kind of played into it, and we're sitting in pews. So I guess, what is that, like a cardinal or a deacon? Like one of the more important, like the higher-ups, like upper management of the priest priesthood. The was, dude. Yeah, was leading the, the funeral and just like walking the body, right? For some reason, <laughs> on his way out, he did the ball thing. <laughs> the holy water blessing? The thing we were talking about last yes. episode? <laughs> yes. Holy shit. But this time around, <laughs> for some reason, he dunked it. And it was real water. Like, it was like, like I guess they were trying to like, this is like a 3D, 3D immersion <laughs> Evita play. But he went like, he dunked it so hard. Like, it went like down to his wrists. I was in the front row because I was trying to, you know, with my... With uh, my parents and and uh, my brother and his girlfriend, and he flicked it right at me. I'm like, oh my god! And it was just so so wet. And I'm like, this is not real. This is not real life. I think the Catholic Church probably heard our last episode, and they're like, probably. you know what? We need to. We're we're gonna him. show him. We're gonna show him. I could not believe it. I was so stunned that that actually happened. I was drenched. I almost feel bad for you, but it's actually really fucking funny. <laughs> so, it, I mean, yeah, it is, but it was. I was thinking, like, wait, why are they using real water? Especially because we talked about it, you know. And I guess they use real water. You mean compared to holy water, or no, no, no I just what? in the play. It's a it's a play. It's not a real funeral. So why did the why did the bishop, deacon, cardinal, whoever, had to like use? Like a real thing. It's just muscle memory. Is it because he's a real deacon? You know, whenever he has that thing, it's like step one, water check. Step two, ball. Step three, find Felix <laughs> and, and drench him. him in water. 
I mean, I that's I was, the whole was, thing, man. But it's not a real. It's in the Bible. Not, that's a goal of the a, Catholic Church. It's not a real mass. It's a vita. <laughs> it's it's a play. Again, I don't think he is physically able to do it without actually getting the ball wet. <laughs> okay, fine. Right. That's just what it is, man. Right. I just I thought it was outrageous. I was really yeah. upset. What a troubled life. Yeah. You can never escape it. That's the thing, man. Once a church gets their uh, gets their claws into you, they don't let go. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't. Yeah. That's a disclaimer. I'm not. I'm not. If you are religious, that is totally cool. I'm speaking from my personal experience, and that's okay. I always want money and some... <laughs> As we said, it's our show. It's our show. <laughs> Too bad. I mean, like, yeah, 12 years of, of Catholic school, four years of that Jesuit school will do that to you. That's why I went to Temple. Uh, I had, like... Our next episode. Yeah, just talking about Catholicism. Catholic Confessions, part one. Okay. Yeah, well, 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 we'll see. So what do you say uh, we get rolling now? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's finish it off this season, huh? Mm-hmm. With a bang. Let's do it. Inside Japan's hottest reality show. So come on in, take off those shoes, and let's get started. All right, we're here. Mm-hmm. I can't use any more like baseball analogies about rounding third and coming home because uh, you know <laughs> this is it. We're crossing the plate. Yep. I don't this know. Is, uh, this is it. <laughs> I I don't know how this is gonna go. I really the these. The season finale, at least my first time through, was super wholesome and like fun for me to watch. But now that I'm all the wiser, it wasn't nearly as entertaining. <laughs> really? Yeah. I kind of felt the opposite. The first time I watched it, it was like I, I just got here to Japan. And I guess I was just tired as fuck and I didn't really... Like, I watched it, but I, I wanted to see the end so bad. So when I watched them again for our episode, I really felt like it was the first time. So I was like really, really into it Mm -hmm. in a way that, frankly, the end of Boys and Girls Next Door in Aloha State didn't really do a whole lot for me. But I actually quite like this ending. Yeah. Let's just talk about it, maybe. It'll come come to me. You're going to get the magic back soon. Don't worry. (laughs) So... This one, you know, I gotta say, I love your your mojo. Hey, have you seen Austin Powers? Movie, those movies do not hold up. Public service announcement. Go ahead, watch Rush Hour and Austin Powers, and tell me you're just not cringing out of your skin. And before you do that, like, really think deep down, did you enjoy those movies? Which you did, because... Right, if you say no, you're a liar. (laughs) The good movies... But then when you watch them again, you'll go, oh, they're excellent movies. <laughs> no, just go ahead. If you have four hours to kill, go ahead and pop those in the VCR. <laughs> the old VCR. <laughs> yeah. Even DVD. You could say DVD player because that's becoming, if not already, like a thing of the past. I'm always like a, a generation behind when it comes to electronics, as you know. I went to Tower Records. I got like... Maybe 14 CDs. Then I realized that my computer doesn't even have a CD player. Oops. I'm an idiot. I'll make it work. I'll figure it out. So, uh, Terrace House, right? Mm-hmm. So, I love when they pick it right back up from the end of the last episode. And we have the awakening. Right? <laughs> Where Risako <laughs> comes the, in. The awakening. <laughs> That's what I wrote in my notes. I felt like, what What should I say? Like, the intrusion? I'm like, it's not an, an intrusion. Because it's her room, too. So, I yeah. thought, you know, that's what it is. So, uh, Risako comes in and she says, hey, Yui, wake up. I don't know what time it is. Uh, I heard everything from Ayo, basically. And she demanded that Yui explain to her, you know, why she 
confronted her in the way that she did when she supposedly went all the way with Io. But by the way, Yui was trying to play it off too. She was de- she definitely said uh, the farthest we went was holding hands. Yeah, it was weird. And then Risako says, "Nope, Risaka I got the evidence set right that here." Shit up. <laughs> yeah, she was like Scooby Doo and the gang. <laughs> you know, I just like this right here and this episode confirmed for me. And let me know if you agree that Yui's the worst person that's ever been on Terrace House. I think she's pretty bad because we've had people who were just like, like Tadashima wasn't great. You know, the chef Mm -hmm. with Rico, he wasn't good, but he kind of kept to himself. Like people confronted him about the whole thing and he didn't really accuse anyone of anything else. But Yui, it's, it's weird. Like, I don't really get her goal here. Yui's worse, in my opinion, because we had hope for her to be better and she realized on the show that she was a horrible human being and she's like oh well you know well i wouldn't wouldn't hire me either and all that and we're like oh man you know what yui i'm glad you realized that because that's what we were saying about you and she continues to be like even worse so she dips down even further it was too much of a roller coaster with her throughout this show yeah she seemed like she was almost self-aware but she she fell just short and she kept doing the If I were Risako, I don't know that that would infuriate me to no end because she eventually admitted to things and she was like, hmm, yeah, I guess that's true. There was no like, you know what, you're right, I'm really sorry. She never seemed very sincere about it. No, no, she didn't. And, And she was so quick to try to keep herself as much out of it as possible. And what, like, she was putting Io's business out there, too, and I, with those unnecessary details, I was just like, you don't need to be saying this, and why are you saying this? I don't care if you're half awake, you should be shocked into being fully awake at that point, right? Yeah, and that's a good point about kind of not really taking any ownership about the whole thing, because she tells Misako, she's like, yeah, I was out in Tokyo, and Io texted me. And I went to his parents' house, and I don't know how we got to kissing. I don't know how anything happened. And I was like, I, if there were reason to believe that there was some sort of maybe a forced kiss or something more, then I could say, yeah, all right. But she, I, it just didn't seem like that. No, no, it didn't. And again, no. we, we don't have any concrete evidence except the absence of evidence. And the evidence of absence is not the absence of evidence. So... So she she's just, yeah, I don't know what happened. Then one thing led to another. I know what you meant. That's <laughs> all right. You get a pass this time. I've been, I've, been, I've been waiting to use that on this show, and I fucked it up. But, yeah, no, no, no. It's you just just this whole this scene of the, like, Risako confronting Yui was, like, was kind of cool. Because, like, I was like, okay, Risako, like, I'm really liking, like, her because she's doing a lot of the confronting that would usually uh would usually with most other people on in the house they wouldn't they would kind of do like a roundabout way and we've always talked on this show about how when people are not direct enough it causes so many other problems but like Rizako was like nah I'm I'm settling this right here right now which was great because she felt wronged and she wanted to get an explanation so good on her for doing that can you imagine going to the top bunk right after having that kind of argument? <laughs> That's instant couch territory for me, which we've seen before. Yeah. If maybe the boys or the girls have some sort of, of an argument, I can't imagine how difficult it must be to then sleep because then you're, you're, you're fuming mad. I don't get it. The other interesting thing that happens here, though, is that Risako confesses herself to trying to craft her own scenario with Io, right? Which we talked about a little bit in our last episode. We thought, well, maybe she wasn't trying to craft anything. Maybe she was joking around a little bit. But she admitted to trying to make herself appear a certain way. Yeah. Which I I thought was interesting. So, you know, she owned up to it and whatever. I liked that. Her stock jumped up pretty high right here. She was willing to take the ownership 
tried to resolve the issues with the other people and tried to bring, I guess, some justice to the house in some sense. So Yeah, yeah, just trying to own up to everything. All the cards are out now. In her half-asleep state, they have that discussion, and then she and Io talk, and she says, you know, I like you. The timing was weird, and but I have to apologize to Risako. It was the most obvious but underwhelming confession that I think I've ever seen on Terrace House. Like, the timing and everything was just really, really weird. I agree, but at the same time, I don't fault Io. I think it was just him making a move because he's like, listen, it's all out. <laughs> so, let's just make it official if you want. Like, you know, I like you and all that. But I was really scared because Yui was just like thinking and she was doing that. Hmm. <laughs> like doing that shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Can you? I, I really thought she was going to be like, oh, my feelings for you changed. But like, do you notice how like she was like when you kissed me? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about this choice of words? Well, this goes back to the whole thing that we were just saying when she's talking to Risako and she says, well, I don't know how it happened. So it, it's, as you said, we we have no idea, but there's nothing to suggest, at least for me, that this was not consensual. Uh, some people, and hey, you can kiss someone, right? If you think about if you kiss someone Maybe you're not moving in at the same exact time, at the same exact speed. You know, your heads, your bodies aren't moving together. You know, it's not like a magnet where it's, you know, the pull is the exact same. So maybe she meant it like that. It's where she just wanted to be clear, like, hey, you kissed me, but she liked it, which it it seemed like she did because, I mean, it seems like she's into him. So I don't know. I didn't think too much into it. Later on, she's like, all right, well, when she's talking to Io still, sorry, before that. She's like, I want to properly apologize to Risako. So we see that. So next scene, Risako comes in. She says, hey, let's let's actually talk. So the only thing she really clears up, it was totally unnecessary. She's yep. like, hey, so I know you think we had sex, but actually we basically didn't have sex because we started. And then I wanted him to stop. So he did. And then he jerked off in the corner or whatever. Like, Can we just say finished him, finished himself off? <laughs> we don't have to... If you want to be polite, then we can say that. <laughs> if you want to bring decorum back to tourist house, be my guest friend. But uh, that was yeah. not necessary. That's it. No, it I wasn't. Don't have anything else to add? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't necessary at all, and it really made me mad. Yeah, and guess what? It still sucks. Yeah, it, it was an obvious ploy by Yui to take the heat off of her. To take any amount of heat that she can off of her by, like, humiliating Io in some way or trying to paint him in this, like, pathetic light. That's how I took it. We're just like, you know, we didn't, and he kind of, you know, had to, like, do it himself. I don't know that if that's her, like, ignorance doing the work or... If it's really just her basic instinct, like her like cowardly instinct to 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 take a to take less fall damage. The way that I thought about it, I thought she was really trying to get off on a technicality here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she was so interested in trying to make Io seem pathetic, like oh well, <laughs> we he he didn't finish, so it's technically okay, right? And she was really trying, I think, everything that she could to save her image, which doesn't even really exist at this point because it's it's it, it's kind of gone to hell anyway because of how she is and she's not a great person. So it was confusing. I I didn't like it. There's no need for it. No. God, she sucks. Oh my god. All right. So at least for right now, that's enough of them and. So we switch over to the non-couple couple, right? We have oh, which you didn't coin a portmanteau for. Oh, um, Masao and Risako, even though they're not a couple, they're not. A, no, they have to be official. So you're not going to do it? No, I'm not going to do it. Did you? You they, came up with ones, then you? I was thinking about it, but um, that's not my thing. Yeah, I know, but it's in the past. I only did it for official couples. It's reserved for official couples. 
All right, fine. But I'm, now so, I'm thinking about it, though. Yeah, think about it. I'll come back to you at the end of our episode. So Masao and Risako go glass blowing. Yes. And it looks really cool. One of my friends from Temple uh, actually took a glass blowing class, and he would show me like videos and his work and stuff. And I never thought it could be cool or look like fun. But yeah, we definitely do have to try it. And they have an awesome time. And we'll we'll probably have more fun, to be honest with you. Obviously. Right? <laughs> Obviously. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so they go glass blowing. It's dope as hell. At lunch, he he makes a... A second confession? I mean, I, I he's kind of been making these small confessions since he set foot in the house. Yeah. But this one seems like maybe the biggest one to date. And he says, hey, but don't feel pressure to give me a response. Yeah, I don't I don't get this one. Because I don't like, get it either. Like you said, uh, it's his second, third, fourth, it could be his fifth time confessing. Right. And but the way that he leads up to it, it's supposed to be some big reveal, like how you find in the J dramas or K dramas of when somebody confesses and when he does it you're just like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. Like <laughs> like, right. like yeah, and then but uh Risako was had to be like you know didn't she say she was gonna like she's crying or something? She was gonna cry. Yeah. And he's like, oh, whoops, I did it again. I think he likes to see that. I think he likes to see that. He likes it when she's crying. No, he does. He does. Because he's like a weird pervert. And some guys have this weird thing where like they like to see girls in like that state, you know? Like, you know this is a, a thing for some guys. No, I do. I do. It's, I it's I a do. weird thing. Yeah, what's so up with that, says, Jim? Don't paint me out to be some awful... No. That's you and Cacho. That's all you and Cacho. Do not. <laughs> Don't play. Okay. <laughs> you, use, right. you use my my weight against me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you're going to cozy up with them. Do you know flip it back in my face? I parried that shit. <laughs> you definitely did. Yeah. So, Masao says, listen, uh, don't feel pressured with the response. And so she doesn't really tell him how she feels yet. After the date, we see a little bit more of Ayo and Yui, so it's now official, right? So he brings her flowers and says, hey, let's date, and it's all good. So then they go to the holy location I couldn't think of. I call the kitchen something else every time, you know, like the sanctuary, because <laughs> it's just that's where all the, all this shit happens. It's the sanctuary. You can say the It's sanctuary. a sanctuary. There we go. There's no need to reinvent the wheel, right? Yeah. So they're in the kitchen, and Io tells everyone, and then Risako comes in, and he says, Oh, hey, uh, just so you know, we're dating, and she couldn't care less, no, and I couldn't. cracked. <laughs> that was great. It was just, I mean, you talk about the bare minimum. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I'm so happy for you. Done. That was it. So I guess this calls for a portmanteau. Oh, this is hard. Yeah, it really is. is yeah. Yuio? <laughs> oh, that is your worst. <laughs> How about I? I. Yeah. Uh, I, like, yeah, you can't really do it. All right, tweet at us at Taurus House Pod what do you think the portmanteau between Yui and Io. Or don't, because I don't <laughs> give a shit about this, you know, this couple, so. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, you know, you, you sound like me now. Yeah, you know, I think it's, it's just... It's getting bad. Yeah, no, it is. You, uh, need, to, you need to take... You need to take the wheel because... Because uh, we, we both can't just be, you know, off the hinges. I'll try to center us and be the shining beacon of hope. Can't just so... be these wild boys in <laughs> <Paris> house. <laughs> That's the new okay. subtext. Alright, sorry. New subtext. It's all good. So, Risako and Masao are putting up the Christmas tree outside, right? It's really cool. So, they have some more bonding here, right? She thanks him for being so kind and being a good friend. 
you know, he's always been there for her uh, in ways that we've discussed. You know, some are okay, some are kind of like, oh, okay, what's 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 the goal here? But he seems to really care about her. There was a little bit of flirting there. There was a little bit. A lot of people I saw, there was an issue with how people were spelling Risako's name. Or I guess saying her name. Because she nicknames herself. Mm-hmm. She says Richako. And so I guess she let it slip because the character Sa, she just replaces with Cha. Right? So she said, because Masao, so she said Chao, like, as, like, her little cutesy thing. And you bet your bottom dollar that <laughs> <laughs> that Masao or um, Kacho was definitely, like, his face lit up when that happened. When she let that slip. Because I think that was the... I guess he took it as a flirting. Probably. I think he he would take anything as flirting, though. That's he, also true. <laughs> he's going to latch onto anything and go, oh, I wonder what this means. That's very But it might true. not mean anything. So, who knows? Well, we know. Yeah, we'll we talk know. about it later. <laughs> <laughs> so, after this, we see the two lost children of Terra's house. <laughs> the ones that the producers forgot about. Maya and Kaito. <laughs> so, they're in the sanctuary. In the kitchen. And... They're talking, and Masao is there because he has to be, or else uh, they wouldn't get any screen time. So they're actually doing stuff, and it's it's cool. I mean, Kaito is helping design a skate park, and Maya talks about her first paid modeling gig. So they're doing cool stuff, and it's really awesome. Maybe this is why Kaito, um, how I've said in the past, that it just seems he's been hyper-aware or just not all there. It's hard because he's been busy, and, and Kacho caught that. He was like, Kaito, you seem really busy lately. Because he's just, like, all in his laptop, just doing all this research for this skate park. And you can tell he really cares about it. So, you know, I will retract all my previous... Maybe not all, but most of my negative comments about Kaito lately. Yeah, he's just been busy. Yeah. So after that, we get a very quick scene that I know you could not care less about <laughs> with... Yu-Yo, or whatever shitty portmanteau we're going to come up with. (laughs) And they have a cute little moment that I just have to mention because that's what we do, and uh, that's about it. Yeah, we can move on. Okay. So, this episode ends at WWWX, which is a concert venue in Shibuya that Felix, we have been to. Was that where we saw the Predators? No, we saw the Predators at Club Quattro. We saw Light. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, remember? Yeah, no wonder that place looked familiar. Because we, we did, yeah, we went to go see the Predators yep. and Light, which was a hell of a concert. Like, that would, it was real. no, the both were really good, but Light, just like the, that, uh, that idol metal band in the beginning. Mason book club i forgot but just the fandom behind them i remember i I was i thought i was having a stroke watching like watching them because it's just crazy i don't think i've ever seen grown men move in such like a perfectly synchronized fashion they had their glow sticks and stuff man that was impressive no it was was so cool so this is the scene of the end of episode 47 so, Dada Ray is playing, and they are really good. He is really, really good. I mean, yeah. to see him in his element, it's unreal. So, that was dope. So, after the show, he kind of uses the momentum to, I guess, formally ask her out this time. And we, we talked about this earlier, all the like weird half-confessions, and at lunch it was more of a confession. But this was more of a, okay, I am asking you out. But he also says, don't give me your answer now. Like, he can't fully commit, which is weird. And I guess he's kind of maybe shy or thinks that maybe with time he'll, he'll look better. But I really, really don't think this is good. Yeah, he's. I, I believe he's just scared. He's scared of the answer because yeah. he knows what the answer will be. That's kind of what I thought, too. Uh, one quick thing before we move on to 48. He says that he wants to protect her. And I don't know about you, man, but I I never liked that. 
just like as as sort of a general rule, you know, to feel like, oh, my, like I want to protect them. It's different from saying, you know, it's not like you want harm to come to your partner or your significant other, but to think, well, they're, they're this small thing that this, this helpless thing and they need to be protected. That's a sense that I get whenever I hear stuff like that. And it does not sit well with me. Yeah. It's a very bad stereotype to fall into and to believe in. And Kacho is definitely the type of person who loves that type of shit. And it, it's really bad. And, and I really, I can't speak for Risako because maybe she's into that being the person to be protected all the time and stuff. But the immediate thing that I said after hearing that or seeing that scene, I was just like protecting her from what? Like social media or what's happening in the house or like, I I don't, I was confused. Yeah. It is kind of a vague thing. And yeah, he, he's very much in his head about their potential relationship and it's different from i want this i think this would be good it's like he's i think he's getting a bit too ahead of himself no definitely yeah so 48 like 47 picks right back up here so he says you don't have to give me your answer now but how about you come down to my show (laughs) right and uh i was gonna say fukuoka is far as hell so later on, we get Maya and Kaito. We continue to see them doing their own thing. So we see Kaito at the skate park in Odaiba, which is awesome. And he, you know, he's playing, okay, the ramp can go here. This He's talking with a guy who wants to develop the skate park a little more, you know, kind of expand it. I bet he was great at, at Roller Coaster Tycoon <laughs> yeah. when he was a kid. <laughs> this is the second time we brought a roller Coaster Tycoon in the show. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. I wrote it down. I'm like, oh, I'm going to drop this reference. But yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, it's a, it was and is still a good game. I, I just remember shocking you how I would just... <laughs> I would just change the, ahead, ro- the, the, the tracks to go straight into the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're somehow not a serial killer. <laughs> I mean, technically, I am Good in the job. game, <laughs> but uh... <laughs> your parents did something right. Didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they bought me rollercoaster tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have an outlet, right? <laughs> yeah. So Risako and Maya talking. Risako says, "Hey, uh, I hung out with Masao. Uh, let's talk about it later." She doesn't want to tell her all, all the details right then and there because I guess it's a lot, and she maybe has to process some things. So we'll see. So we switch over to the boys' room. So Masao's talking to Ayo and says, Hey, so I confessed she's going to come down to my show. And she she might not see me as a boyfriend candidate. That's what he tells Ayo. But as we've said, she probably already knows. And I think that he knows that she knows. I think he's just trying to give himself some hope here. What a slow, painful death. Yeah. Do you think this is producer uh, influenced? Him saying this, or or the whole the thing? Whole, the whole thing. Ooh, all right, we'll get into it now. Um, I honestly don't feel that it is. I don't know why. Like we're really changing roles with this episode. Um, I think he really does like her, or maybe he thinks he likes her. I think he's captivated by her beauty. And he doesn't really know that much about her, and he's there for her in a good way, like in a in a genuine way. But he's not as into her as he thinks he is. You know, this is getting like way too much screen time. So I think maybe that's that's the most that I think the producers have a have a role in this. You know, specifically. How about you? I I think that. Him being into her, that's just Kacho, and Kacho seems like he could fall for any girl that would give him the time of day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it is influenced by the producers with this whole confession. But don't give me the answer yet. Wait until after the show, and I, and I, you know, I'll let my music do the talking, and I that may be 
uh, producer influenced. It is terribly drawn out. Yeah. The footage of Risako at the Dada Ray <laughs> concert just went on for way too long where like I usually don't skip actual in-show things. But I was looking around, I was watching on my computer, and I thought, you know what, this is just her like looking wistfully up at the stage for like five minutes, you know? The music's great, but for the show, I'm just like, this is not necessary. He was really slapping the bass. He was. He was. He was killing. I almost just said it, but I... <laughs> Say it. Slapping Say the bass. Okay, okay. <laughs> ooh, ooh, just had to get it out. I know it was like a half one. Because I couldn't get myself the pleasure God, of talk about a throwback. I know. It is Thursday when we're recording this, so TBT. You, all right, so Jim, so hashtag TBT means hashtag throwback Thursdays. It's where people usually on, on uh, social media such as Instagram or you know Facebook and they just post like an old thing. Somehow I knew that, but I'll tell you the thing that I didn't know. I didn't know WCW, which women, I believe Women is... Crush Wednesdays? Yes, because when I saw that, I was like, oh, I thought WCW merged with WWF. <laughs> like, I was like, is this some wrestling thing? Because I used to really like wrestling. I really had no idea. Then it dawned on me. There's also MCW. Isn't it MCM? No, MC, yeah. <laughs> what is... <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. Felix, you're, you know, you're you supposed knew, to be the expert. You knew what I meant. You, Yeah, but you are supposed to be the expert here. Shame, shame, shame. So, Risako tells everyone at the kitchen table that Anon, who was the lead of Gesu, at that he might feature her in his monthly column. He features a different model each month, and he writes a poem. Right? He has her picture, writes a poem. Maybe that's how he met Becky. That's definitely how he met Becky. <laughs> also, her name is Becky. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Listen, okay. If your name is Becky or Rebecca, it's... Jim, it's 2019. Okay. We can stop apologizing. <laughs> you know, I'm done. I'm done. Becky with the good hair, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> Risako and Anon, they have the shoot, which we don't see. But then they meet up and Risako says, hey, uh, let's talk about... Kacho, and he says, yeah. So she says, listen, he is awesome. Uh, he is really honest and sincere, and he's there for me, but I can't imagine him as a love interest. So Enon says, okay, yeah, that's that's cool. You know, Masao is a really great guy. Uh, he stuck with me through my scandal with the aforementioned Becky. And then he kind of kind of goes off the rails a little bit. Yes, he says, you know, uh, he makes his best music when he's heartbroken. Just saying, uh, I don't want to tell you what to do, but so I'm torn. And I was like, that's a awkward thing to say, and you're a weird friend, and possibly a bad friend. No, I think that was that. a really I, shitty I like move. That. It's very selfish of him to do that. Yeah. That was him talking. That wasn't, that was just him literally like, please don't go out with my friend break his heart because he makes the bomb music he really slaps the bass when (laughs) (laughs) when he's heartbroken how how do you say that when you're a friend even if he were joking which in all likelihood he was being serious but he didn't he didn't want her to reject masao for that reason but to even bring that up it's 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 kind of like a weird awkward and delicate situation yeah it was just awkward i mean that's the best way that i can put it like don't don't talk about that no don't (laughs) it's bizarre later on we get maya and kaito they're at the beach and they have a a nice talk and i wish they had more time i really do Uh, he says listen i want to go to the u.s and i'm going to do my stuff and you're going to be here doing your stuff and i want to ask you out properly when the time is right right yep and God, for their ages, man, they they're good. They are good. Yeah, one of like my favorites. Now that I've been set straight with Kaito, this made me happy. Oh my God! I was rooting for yeah. this because yeah. Maya finally found well, maybe like she found the starting line. Maybe 
and she hopefully will find what she wants to do in life with modeling or at least you know starting with modeling Kaito's doing his thing like he's you you see how determined two of them young love you know what I'm saying Jim young love that's how you know you're old is when you say this young love (laughs) (laughs) hey that's what it is man yeah yeah we can't really say that anymore they are quite young, but then to think about saying, like, when I was in my 20s, which I've been saying now, you know, giving your sagely advice to people in their 20s, you know. <laughs> the world keeps turning, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so after this great scene, uh, we get some crazy, crazy shit where Masao oh, and Risako yeah. are talking. Surprise, surprise. So she gets in and she was probably at work or who cares. And he's like, oh, you uh, you look tired. Uh, why don't you go take a bath? And I'm like, that's a almost weird thing to say. But he was pretty insistent on it. And then when the camera zoomed back to him or when it panned back to him and it showed him kind of smirking a little bit, I'm like, oh, what, what do you know? And he put a bunch of yuzu which is like a citrus fruit in the bath and we get some you asked me about the like producer influence on this the shots of her in the bath picking up the yuzu sniffing it that that was unwatchable (laughs) yeah it was pretty bad (laughs) that was absolutely a nightmare to watch it was it was everything under the sun of like creepy, <laughs> boring. Like it was, God, dude. Yeah, the, the tables have turned. Like I, I just, I feel like whatever about this show because it's focused so much on on these two, like trying for the finale, and it just I did not believe that it was gonna end well for Kacho. And I just felt bad at every single turn. And like every now and then I'd be like, oh, maybe. But And every time I did that, I'd feel bad about feeling like that. I don't know. They should have had more Kaito and Maya. Yeah. Listen, you can't feel bad about it because that's what you think. I mean, it, it, it was very, very obvious that she is not that into him. She appreciates him being there and she sees him as a friend. It's not some weird, like, I don't think she's secretly grossed out by him. I don't think she's just acting in a certain way to be nice or to look good on a camera. I really don't think that's the case. And you just see, I mean, it, it's it's so much with him always. Yeah. So don't feel bad about it because it's, yeah. it's, it's the reality of what's happening. Hmm. So after this insane bath scene, uh, next day they eat breakfast and says, hey, what are your plans for tonight? Nothing much. So they go out to see some Christmas lights. Uh, the whole thing is just kind of like a train wreck. Uh, he asks to hold her hand, and she's like, oh, why? It's a, you know, she tries to play it off. Um, <laughs> he gives her the entrance bracelet for the concert and uh, confesses again, which uh, I'm getting sick of saying. It's the third time. It's like the third time in our episode. It's the third time in, in this tourist house episode. Yeah, just, dude, come on, man. I have a, a lot of thoughts on our thoughts, but that can wait. <laughs> uh, okay, well, this is it, man. So the last episode, right? Yep, yeah. Here we go. So we open with uh, the lesser four putting up the lesser tree. <laughs> dude, that's what it is. It's the grunt work. Yeah. <laughs> for the serfs, for the peons, right? They give the salary Sako the outside tree, and it's nice, and oh man, it's a cool... This is how it was like with Aloha State, when it was with... Uh, God, I keep mispronouncing her name. Her name. Uh, Chiaki Chikako? Chikako? Chikako and Taishi. Yeah, Chikako, and Taishi, yeah. yeah. And how the tail end... See, that's the thing. The last, like... Five, four, like maybe four. The last four episodes of this was focused on Kacho and Risako, but in Aloha State, that felt like the last half, the second half. 
of Aloha State was just all Taishi. And it's like the Taishi show. I've said this in, in our in our special Bonanza uh, episode where we just cover all of Aloha State, which is still one of our my favorite episodes of ours. We did we did a really good job, Jim. If I do so say so myself. Me too, and I'm I'm really impressed that we actually talked about every house member. We did, which I didn't think so because I don't think we planned to do that. I think it just kind of happened talking about different things. I think maybe we wanted to, but we didn't, you know, make it a point to. But it worked out that way because we're awesome. Yeah, we are. But uh, yeah, so it, I mean, it, it it's weird because with this, it it kind of almost felt the same length of time of how much screen time they were getting. I think a part of it too was with Taishi, like he pretty much was interested in a different girl, maybe what every two episodes or something. <laughs> yeah. So there was a little bit more of a variety there. But with these two, it's all about the two of them. It's not like you know, Risako kinda had her weird thing with Io at first, but that that was over fairly quickly. But when Masao got in, he was like, Oh, they're all cute, but Risako was beautiful. And so the focus, and I think maybe that's why it feels like it's the same amount of time here. Yeah. Because it's just, it's just the two of them. I mean, it's just, it's, it's like a live feed of the two of them 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's rough. Uh, so, okay. So the peons are putting up the lesser tree inside and they're talking about their plans about the holidays. So then we get like a, where are they now? Like a reunion part for this episode. This montage was cool. I enjoyed it, except... No, I enjoyed all of it. I enjoyed all of it. Even the beginning. As soon as I heard that city pop, I was like, Oh, I know who this is. I know who this is. And I just... And you got your glow sticks out. You got your glow sticks out. And I did my dance. Like my... Yeah, my choreographed dance. Oh, man. Okay. Dude, he sucks. That was a bad song. His Christmas song... No, it, no, no, no. He's looking at me like... Go ahead, go ahead, say it. It wasn't bad. Tell me you liked it. Just because you can't sing perfectly in English, Jim, doesn't mean it wasn't a bad <laughs> song, okay? Alright. Nice political maneuvering there. <laughs> See, I used your weight against you. <laughs> No, yeah, Man, it, it was it was bad. It was very bad. I, it was very awkward <laughs> because the way that he was trying to get everybody was like, "Come on!" <laughs> and then like, uh, <laughs> and it just zoomed in on the crowd, and no, what it was just basically Taka <laughs> and mysterious girl A, like just and his like, fake girlfriend, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> uh, just like clapping along and like Taka trying to get into it as much as possible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. She's not his girlfriend. I'm sorry. I'm still, like, <laughs> mad about that whole thing. Yeah, we did invest pretty hard in Taka when, when we first saw him. That was total crap. You know, I watched this really quick. I watched this video. So, you can rent a girlfriend in Japan. You can also rent a boyfriend, too. Really? Mm-hmm. Also, a family. You can rent a family. Did you see on Conan when he went to Tokyo? Yes. He rented a family? Yes, yeah. It's crazy. The craziest one, and then we, you can cut this out if you would like, but um, I watched uh, Gaycation, the Vice show. Have you ever watched it? It's with Ellen Page. Yeah. And uh, her her friend. And when they went to Japan, uh, she talked with like the service of these like people you can just hire to be your companion. But he hired somebody... To relay the me- like this this guy paid their service to help relay a message to his mother that he was gay. Really? Yeah, it was intense. Yeah, you, it's an hour long. You should like check it out. It's I know they it's on their app and and like their website. If you have any like kind of basic cable package, you can probably find it somewhere. But it's yeah, good. I'll check it out. It's re- it's really good. But anyway. So the point of me saying that was maybe he uh, rented a girlfriend. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Whatever. Uh, talk sucks. So, <laughs> so after that, we see Sana and Noah. And they're, uh, they're at some fancy bar. And they're going to move in together. 
first of all, I will I will note that they had like the anime like flash forward or like the time skip because uh, Santa had long hair. Noah had the turtleneck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But he still looked like the exact same. It's yeah. like no, when the they try neck. to like age someone, yeah. right? Yeah, it's they like, put glasses yeah. and a turtleneck on him, and they're like, "Look how much they aged." <laughs> right. Yeah, but so um, old and not cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so they'll uh, hopefully be happy together. Mm-hmm. Good for them, I guess. Uh, so then we get Shinsuke and Sota who were meeting up, and this is probably my favorite. Where are they now? Because this was cool, man. No, I was just going to say that. This was 100% my favorite one out of all of them. Not going to lie, I thought maybe that they were dating. I am 100%. No, I, I got that too. I got that too. But yeah. as soon as I realized what was going on, it made me smile. It was nice. I mean, yeah. It, it's And Sota, he... <laughs> I think he's the most intriguing <laughs> house member. I don't know. We'll talk about it next week. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Man, he, yeah, he's so interesting. I think the funniest thing about him here, though, was that if you notice on his hoodie, his hoodie said smoking kills on the chest and on his sleeves as he's lighting up a cigarette in this bar. And I'm like, I wonder, you know, is that on purpose? You know, is he just like, uh, I don't care. Some, thought... yeah, yeah, it's probably some, like, lower tier brand <laughs> in uh, Japan. That was pretty cool. And, yeah, so Shun says, hey, I feel really open after having been on the show he says that one of his former classmates reached out to him right and said oh i'm also by and they're just kind of talking about that so it seems like he's inspired people to you know to be true to themselves and be open about who they are which is always great uh, yeah that was awesome i mean do you want to mention where chinsuke brought sota yeah so it looked like uh it was probably like a very queer friendly bar uh, the bartenders were, uh, dressed in drag. Yeah. As soon as I saw it and I knew what was going on, like I said, it just made me so happy. And yeah. it was just, I loved them teasing Sota. But me like, too. Well, do you have a girlfriend now? And he's like, no. And he's like, so you're interested in, in, in Shins- <laughs> Shinsuke now? And he's like, nope, not at all. <laughs> and then they just kept going. And he just kept going like hard. He's like, oh, he's like a big brother to me. And they're like, well, that's also hot. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed really, really natural, despite how put on it might have been from the producers. Once they got in the bar, it seemed really cool. It seemed like everyone was just, like, really loose, and, yeah, they were having a great time. This is a really, really good scene. To be honest, it's probably just the editing, <laughs> but to us, it seemed like a very nice and natural <laughs> hangout. So after this, uh, it's Yui's birthday. She gets a new wallet for her job. Okay, so Risako goes to... You forgot. No, no, hold on. You can't forget. What? <laughs> you, you tried to skip over yeah, Shibasa. Yeah. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Shibasa was there with their dad. Now you like uh you like you like uh Tsubasa's dad. Tomio. Yeah. I love Tomio. Uh, you yeah. try to cut him out, so <laughs> I've sung his praises enough. No, this is a good scene. And and you know what? In all honesty, I thought I wrote this down, but I didn't. And I don't know why. Oops. Uh, yeah, so this is good. So uh, he's catching up, and it seems like Tsubas is not the captain of the fairies anymore. Yeah, because the, like her friend came back or something to the mm-hmm. team, the, like the original agreement, which shows how much she cares about winning. Yeah, willing to step down. You know, she doesn't have to be front and center, which is awesome. Yeah. And uh, work is going well for Sean as well. It was a nice scene. I just wanted to mention that. that it was that's great. It. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Felix. Now we can move on. <laughs> now we can move on from. I hope it didn't hurt too bad. Like, can you continue? Can you continue with the episode? I might need a, a moment to recover. Well, we uh, a moment. No, we don't. Uh, already mentioned that Yui had a birthday, so she gets a new wallet for her job. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so we get down to it, right? So yes. this is what the world's been waiting for. So Risako goes down to Fukuoka for the performance. The show's awesome. He's really good. <laughs> He's really good. Yeah. So Masao's talking to his bandmates, and he's like, hey, so it's it's going to happen. And they know. They, they know do. so hard. And they're like, well, you know, you know, she came all the way down here. 
that counts for something. And on us, like, like you know, what what percentage do you think you know the chances? And I was I was really hoping, like, like yo, Kacho, like, what what do you think? Like, how do you think this is gonna go? And he, and he said fifty fifty, and I could just feel all the air just being sucked through the teeth of like the rest of the bandmates. <laughs> oh god 50 50 hey i mean they're there to support him but maybe that was the evidence that we needed it's not this wasn't that influenced by the producers maybe it was just them leading on kacho and kind of cheering him on yeah so it's go time so he gets her a scarf they meet like down at the harbor and he says listen Here's a scarf I got. And he's he's like, uh, if you wouldn't mind being with someone like me. So not a fan of him, of course. But that line did kind of get to me. Did it? A little bit. I think at, at this moment, this is kind of the time to be just very confident in yourself and in your decision and your and your resolve. Yeah, but that's not You think him. he was just playing... Yeah, you think he was just doing his... Uh, uh, self-depravity bit. Self-deprecating. Self. Did I make up a word? No, but like, if you're depraved, that's. I mean, he he is also depraved because he likes when women. What did he say? What's his thing? Oh, like oh, when he's <laughs> oh, yeah, but... gross. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like I genuinely forgot about it until right now. I, I'm, and I'm sorry. Yeah. All over again. What you said. Yeah. Um You think he's playing into that? I don't even think he's playing into it. I think this is him. Like, I don't think he's super confident. Yeah. So I think in him saying this, this was kind of his true self. You know? Yeah. Like, it seemed kind of... it. Like, it was sincere without being too overbearing, which he has been plenty of times before, right? So then, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, then why pull back at this time? At, why would you pull back in crunch time? Yeah. You're already know. putting yourself all out there, just confessing your love for somebody, but you're gonna like kind of take your your other leg out of the pool from testing the waters. I don't know. It yeah. it, it just it took me out of it, <laughs> and it just made me really th- think. I'm like, man, is he going in for it, or is he like scared? Cause, I mean, I, we we've talked about it. He he must be. He must be scared. He must know oh, what I'm the sure. answer is gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. But it just it bothered me that he wasn't just like I like you what's your answer? Because how many times he was just like you you can wait, give me your answer then. You can wait, give uh-huh. me your answer. And he's doing so this is probably what the fifth confession? Probably since episode 47. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's what I mean like in in our ep, in an our episode. Yeah. Taurus does. Yeah, fourth or fifth. So, yeah. Um yeah. I I, I don't know how I felt about that as a confession. I mean, he did what he thought was best, uh, but, of course, all in vain, because, predictably, uh, she cannot see him that way, you know? She gives a good and honest answer, you know, Mm -hmm. if unsurprising, but she says, listen, you were there for me when shit was rough, and I really like talking to you, you know, you supported me, but, like, I really tried to picture you as a boyfriend, right? As a love interest. And I couldn't do it. It's good when you can be that honest. And it might have been, like, a little harsh instead of just saying, like, no. But I think giving her a reason, especially because of how into her he was or still is, maybe, you know? I don't know. But I thought that was good on her. She wants to give him clo- She doesn't hate him. You know what I mean? She does yeah, care for not. him as as a friend. So I think that she truly thought that this was the best way to get maybe have him start getting some closure or something like that. I, I just long-winded way of agreeing with you, Jim. Like how I th- thought it was the good it was a good move. He has his answer and that's that. And if this answer wasn't enough, that very loud boat whistle certainly signified the end. And the timing couldn't have been better or worse if you're a good person. Um, they talk about it later on, right? He's like, oh, it was really funny. You know, he he seemed to take it well. You know, they got back to the mm-hmm. house and he was saying like, oh, I got rejected. And people were 
either actually surprised or just acting surprised. And yeah, and of course, that's that's kind of what this ends on. Um, there's a little bit of talk about plans in the future for what's going to happen. So Yui is going to work, right? Kaito is going to go to the U.S. and, you know, he'll be there for like a month or two and he'll come back. Mai is doing the modeling thing. Io is continuing with the personal trainer thing. He mentioned he got three certifications already, which is, yeah. I mean, I don't know much about that field, but it seems like a big deal to me. Yeah, and you know, at, at least with this time, we were able to see him working towards at least one of them, so we know that he's a hard worker. Yeah, and which is he's, always good. He's definitely coping with where life is taking him, and I don't want to, I don't want all this drama to take that away from him. Yeah. Because I think now it's, or at least before then, in these past couple episodes, I always just kind of seen like a joke, or not taken that seriously, I guess. But as far as the future, he Mm -hmm. has a pretty cool job, you know, that he's working towards. He's in a relationship, so uh, I think he'll be okay. You're all right, bud. (laughs) But it has to end with Masao and Risako, right? So they're talking, they're sitting down, and I think they can be great friends. I mean, as long yeah. as he's not holding out, like, oh, maybe if I do this, maybe she'll see hopefully me as a Hopefully he doesn't do his chaser hopefully, thing. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully you're going to say, okay, you know what? I gave it my shot, didn't work out, but it's okay. Because, yeah, they, I mean, they, they get along. They have, like, a good chemistry when he's not obsessing over her or of the idea of her. That's something that uh, I feel a lot of people miss. That they yeah. still have chemistry as friends. And I hope that they do. I hope they're still friends to this day. Um, yeah, I just, I couldn't see them either as a, as a couple, so. And the door closes on this new door that has been opened. <laughs> and that was a very <laughs> bad <laughs> corny. <transition. laughs> very corny. Way to really like... set up the fireworks for this one, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I pulled a fire, like I pulled a thing, and it didn't work. Yeah, used it in the light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. It just kind of fizzled. It was a dud. Well, that was underwhelming. That's it for yep. the season. So, man, we did it again. And we get the little teaser at the end that, it, which we know now with with nineteen twenty, uh, Terrace House nineteen twenty, which is going on right now, Back which Jim Tokyo. has been <sighs> so privileged. To, to watch it week by week. Man, when this comes to the U.S., holy smokes, we're going to have fun talking about this one. So, yeah, I mean, w- let's see how much time we have. We have... Not a lot. I'm going to ask you, just real quick, what did you think about this season? Okay, so uh, we can give some expanded thoughts next week. We're going to record a special episode where we talk about his thoughts on the whole show. But as for my high-level summary of this season... A slow burn that was enjoyable and a bit more peaceful and a bit more quiet, at least on the surface. But I think we got some really, really intense drama. Unfortunately, I think Terrace House has a closing problem where I am usually disappointed by the end of all the seasons that I've watched. And I don't know... Maybe there's more to explore. I'll think about it more for our next episode where we're going to talk about whatever, you know, our grab bag episode. Uh, but I would say that I enjoyed it. I liked the setting. It was really nice and scenic. So, yeah. So, I'd say I liked it. How about you? Real quick, and I'll, I'll make this short. But, yeah, our episode, or the next episode we decided on will be a just a fill a grab bag like jim said it's kind of like a filler getting ready for what we're going to do for our next season mm-hmm. um it's not next week it'll be just our next episode because we're bi-weekly now um when whenever so but i agree i the this season was v- very soothing at a lot of times and it was just very easy to watch a lot of the major parts of the series. There's some parts that I just couldn't watch and I just had to skip through. Um, but the fulfilling uh, parts and the genuine parts and the genuine people on the show was super enjoyable. And probably as it stands now, this is my favorite out of the three that I've watched. 
I would have to agree, actually. Just because of like all, everything that's happened with the combination of all the good and the bad and just the parts that just I have fun like shitting on. Uh, it's this this season is, is probably my favorite. Yeah. So it is good. It was, it was also my favorite talking about it with you, too. So, um, yeah. So, I, I mean, we'll, we'll go more into it. Um, which is a pretty good segue into housework. So m- please don't stop the podcast just yet. Just keep wa- listening just for a little bit longer. Uh, so our ne- like we just stated that our next episode is going to be like just a special or a tourist house special. As always, it's uh, we invite you to send us your questions and uh, comments, anything. We will talk about it, um, just anything. And... Uh, feel free to uh, tweet at us at Taurus House Pod or email us at welcome to Taurus House at Gmail. Okay, so okay, now you can leave. So uh, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thank you for listening. Please visit welcome to Taurus uh, There you can find our Simplecast website where our, all our social media stuff is, which I plugged a bunch of times already. You can find us on your favorite podcast listening apps uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, we're everywhere, um, and uh, you know we would really appreciate a, a follow, and we would also appreciate uh, if you suggest us to our friends. With the new season starting, um, people might want to check out the older episodes, and we are one of the only ones, I think, the only ones who did uh, uh, Boys and Girls Next Door. No, I'm sorry, Boys and Girls in the City, Boys and Girls in the City, and um, now we finished uh, OND. Uh, and we have those little sound bites, so I think it's really easy for share. So you can uh, that would really help us out a lot. Another way you can help us out is leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, please. Oh, we never read uh, a review. Why don't we let's just push it till next week, and we can read some stuff. Yeah, I apologize. We were kind of in we were we're in a rush to get this one out, so we will read two. We'll yes. read two reviews uh, in the uh, intro for the special. So, Excellent. Uh, th- yep, yep, that is it, Jim. Why All don't right. you do us out for the last time for O&D? Felix, terrific job, as always, with the housework. Thank you very much, my dude. And somebody appreciates it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. You were real bitter, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing too, too much of a cocktail <laughs> thing. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, you have just listened to episode 37 of Tourist House, where we covered episodes 47, 48, and 49 of Opening New Doors. So please join us next time for our awesome, very fun, very exciting grab bag episode. And thank you so much for listening. Until next time, this is Jim. This is Felix. Take care, everyone. Peace.